Hey everyone, welcome to Witchy Bitch. This podcast is for the beginning witch who needs a place to start learning. Each episode has a different topic, and today's topic is theory and practice of spells and rituals. Okay, so what is magic? That's a question we all ask. Well, magic is using your will to change physical reality. Right? What does that mean? So our willpower is a super strong thing. So something that's common in magic or like this concept is like what you put out is what you will receive. Or if you've ever heard the term of speaking it into reality, these all apply to magic. It's using our will to change physical reality. Now, what does this require? Typically, um, this normally requires an altered state of consciousness. So that's normally achieved through meditation and really learning how to center in on your emotions and what you want to accomplish when you are doing a ritual or a spell, okay? So the first thing we're going to talk about is the witch's pyramid. So picture you have a pyramid, just a plain triangle, right? At the bottom left-hand side, you have your imagination. Your imagination is very important when it comes to doing rituals and spells, right? Because it allows you to project your desires into reality. So, how we get to develop a stronger imagination or really get in tune with this is, again, through meditation. You can look up on YouTube just some guided meditations to really help you get started. And you're not going to be able to meditate for an hour off the bat. Start with, like, five minutes a day. Just cut out five minutes a day for you to meditate and really get in tune with everything. Right? And then start to like recall things from your memory. Use those memories to bring back emotions when you're working with rituals or spells. Imagining these emotions that you're pulling from memories in order to manifest something is a very useful tool. Right? Trying to picture those sensory cues, everything that was in those memories. And trying to relive that emotion and putting that into your ritual and spells will be very beneficial. Okay, so we're moving on to the next thing. This would be the lower right-hand side of the pyramid. And that is your faith, right? Believe in yourself and believe in your magic. Believe in everything the way a child believes in Santa, okay? If you don't believe in yourself and there's self-doubt, there your magic's not going to work. It's not going to work because you don't believe in yourself and you don't believe in the power that's within you to manifest the things you want in life. But 
if you do have confidence in yourself, but you don't have confidence in your magic, and you kind of half-ass a spell or half-ass a ritual because you're like, oh, it's not going to work anyways, then it's not going to work if that's your attitude that you're taking towards your magic. You have to have complete faith in yourself and in your magical abilities to do things. You can't just half-ass things and hope it'll work because then it won't, right? It's really just having that blind belief in something. Like the way a child believes in Santa, that's the way you need to believe in yourself and believe in your magic in order for things to work. Okay, so now we're going to the top of the pyramid. So at the top of the pyramid is your willpower, right? Reach out to the universe with will to get, oh God, Ugh. Let's ignore that sentence because it's not working the way I want it to. So what I was trying to say is with your willpower, you're going to want to reach out to the universe and convince it to do your bidding, right? So how does that work, right? How do you get your willpower to be so strong? Or how does this all work? Well, that's what your what your foundation is for, right? Imagination and faith, right? Add that into your willpower. They're the foundations of your pyramid at this moment, okay? You should have so much willpower and so much raw emotion behind what you are doing that you can bend the universe to your will. Like it's really having that power to draw things towards you and draw what you want towards you and what you feel you deserve towards you. It's being that magnetic type of energy and really pulling things from the universe. Because if the universe sees that you're working hard towards these things and you really have the drive and the willpower in your magic to pull things towards you, it'll willingly give you what you're asking for. It'll do your bidding and things will work the way you want them to. Okay, now in the center of the pyramid, right in the middle is your knowledge. I cannot stress how much knowledge is important. Like really knowing what you're doing and the history behind it and why everything works the way it's supposed to and really studying before you go into any type of ritual or any type of spell, really understanding what you're doing, whether you're working with healing magic, right, or you're working with malevolent magic, just really understand what you're doing and have the utmost confidence that you can achieve it. Okay, right, that's the witch's pyramid. With all my stutters and everything, that's the witch's pyramid. Okay, so Oh, wait, actually, I have a cute little quote for you guys. Um, okay. Faith that can move mountains and the will that can turn them to dust if need be.
I love that quote because that's exactly what your magic should be like. You should have the faith to move mountains. And if those mountains do not move, you should have the willpower to turn them to dust if need be. So just mark that down if you want. That's just a quote I like. Um, I live for quotes. Okay, so the next thing we're going to be talking about is the fundamental laws of magic. Oh no, rules. Yeah, it happens. Um, these are just things that allow you to weave out shitty spells and shitty rituals. Because nowadays, magic is becoming so mainstream. You can buy witch books anywhere, and you can buy ritual books anywhere. And honestly, those books that you get from Spencer's and Hot Topic, some of the spells in there are pretty great. Some of them are complete trash. Okay, let me give you an example. Um, you open up a witch book, and there's a, like, a really nice spell that's like, throw petals clockwise while reciting this sonata, you know? It's just ridiculous. So these fundamental laws of magic will allow you to weave out any of those ridiculous spells. And honestly, for magic, you don't need to recite these long-ass poems and, like, nothing has to be poetic. It could be, like, a one-liner mantra or something. It doesn't really have to be super long. It just has to be something that you stand behind and that you can put power behind. Okay. Anyways, off topic. Um, the first law is the law of sympathy. Like follows like, right? So... Let's give an example for this. A witch is trying to make rain. So she might take rainwater that she's previously collected from the last time it rained, pour it into her cauldron, and stir it clockwise. The reason we're starting it clockwise and not counterclockwise is because clockwise is to make or create things, whereas counterclockwise is to destroy our earth spins clockwise, right? Making things clockwise. If our earth were to spin the other thing way, things would be destroyed counterclockwise. Okay? Back to our example, right? So she's spinning, or so she's mixing it with her broom, right? Saying her one-line mantra, right? Faster and faster and faster and getting... Like, all of her energy into what she's doing and really putting everything that she's doing in her witch's pyramid, everything that she's learned from that, putting it into her spell, right? And she's at the climax of her spell, and she starts flinging water into the air with her broomstick, right? With the end of her broom, flinging it up into the air, and the water crashes to the ground. What is she doing? She is recreating rain, right, with rainwater, like follows like, okay? She is recreating rain, thus attracting rain. Giving a pause to make sure everything makes sense, okay? Like follows like. 
which you put out into the universe is what you will receive. Okay? Okay. So the second law is um, contagion, which is the piece of something is the same as the whole thing. Right? So a good example of this is voodoo, right? Voodoo doll, you got a piece of someone's hair, you shove that in the doll. A piece of their hair equals the whole person. That's one law that you could deal with or work with. Like, that really helps. I guess another example could be, like, let's say your friend breaks their arm, right? So you steal a piece of their hair, you put it in a puppet, you do a ritual, right? And then you wrap, you bandage the puppet's arm, the same arm that your friend broke, and do a healing incantation. Since you have a piece of that person and you put it in the puppet, the puppet is now that person, right? A piece of something is the same as the whole. Simple concept, okay? I'm just making it harder than it It's really not. Um... Okay, so the third law is invocation. So this would be calling upon a being to help you, right? So this is very similar to, like, a Christian praying upon a saint or, like, calling on Aphrodite to, like, bring you love or, you know, calling on Satan. I don't know. Whatever being you want to call on, basically they do your bidding for you. And this normally involves like a ritual towards them or something just to like an offering to show your, what's the word I'm looking for? Shit. Respect. I don't know. Your respect towards this being and like your how grateful you are that they're doing this for you that's the word I was looking for how grateful you are that they would go out of their way to do something for you that's invitation calling on another being to do something for you so an evocation not an invocation the fourth one is an evocation which is calling upon an object to do your bidding same as the last one, but now we're calling upon objects, right? I don't really have an example for this one. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, so the fifth one is the law of mythic resonance. So it's the idea that things are done a certain way because they're done that way, right? So let's... A good example would be the like the color red used in love spells. Why do we associate the color red with love? Right? It's a good question. No one knows. We just do. Right? Things are done that way because they're done that way. It's just the way things work. So adding on to this, items on their own have no power. Right? But the mythology of the item gives it power as well as your belief in that mythology, right? 
So we go with crystals, right? Amethyst has healing abilities, right? For like addiction or whatever. It just is very healing crystal. Then you get rose quartz, which is a lovey-dovey crystal. Um, so things are, this is just the idea that like things are done a certain way because they're done a certain way. There's no necessary explanation behind them. It's just the mythology and the belief that has always been in this object that we still follow it to this day. Okay, so that concludes our fundamental laws of magic. Last thing, right? Tying it back to knowledge because I forgot to mention this earlier. Um, so there's uh, Sturson's Law, which is basically 95% of everything is crap, right? And it's also, also a lot more vulgar than that. But basically, while you're doing research and while you're trying to figure things out, especially in this beginning witch stage, um, the ability to filter things out is very important. Question everything. Question everything. Question me. Like, why am I saying this? What are my resources? You know, all that stuff. You should be questioning everything and looking for things that are in common. Because if one book says one thing, but another book says another, which one's right? Read a third book. And whatever the third book says, or the fourth book, fifth, sixth, whatever one is proven to be right by, like, the most often, whichever book is right the most often, or whatever facts you're looking into, whatever is seen the most often, that's probably the right thing. So just really be smart about what you're researching and who are your sources and what you're looking into. <sighs> wow, that was a long episode. Okay, anyway, love you all. Bye.